All right, it is that time of the week. It is the weekend. Therefore, we need to wrap it up with our weekend wrap-up here on the Break the Bell podcast. Would not be the weekend without it. It wouldn't be. We can't finish the week without wrapping it up with the weekend wrap-up. So here we are. Yes, and I'm glad to be here. I am very glad to be here. Yes. Uh, We don't have any football this weekend, but we do. We got the Super Bowl coming up. But you did have some football news. I did? Oh, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady actually did retire. Well, there's that. That yes. that is definitely good news. Yes. So we can definitely go out and out of football season with that, uh, that to look forward to. You have to. no idea. I mean, that that makes me very very happy. Except for now, they're saying that Ben might not get into the uh, Hall of Fame that the in 2027 when he's eligible because Brady might edge him out. So did they only take one person into the Hall they, of Fame? They take like um, I think they take like five people. Okay. But I apparently. They're talking about maybe Aaron Rodgers retiring and uh, a couple others. But uh, I, I would say Ben is, is better than uh, some of the other guys. You think so, so? Yeah. So maybe there's that to look forward to. But I, I had read a thing where in the last 18 years we haven't had a Super Bowl that didn't oh, include. Oh, yeah. Was, that didn't include was Brady. Uh, was it Peyton Manning? Uh, yeah. Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger, or the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. So yeah. this is the first year yeah. in 18 years that that's going to happen. So good. You might get to see <laughs> a, a little bit of a different scenario I, in the I'm Super okay Bowl. With that. But it might also just be a ma- major flop because, yeah. I mean, it seems like those events are going downhill anyway. Right. Like viewership of them are going downhill with streaming services and stuff. There's other yeah. things that people watch now instead of just going towards right. those. Well, you know, they, they got the Puppy Bowl and uh, the, the Lingerie Bowl that oh. people would rather watch. So. <laughs> Obviously. Um, <laughs> on that same note, uh, I'll, I'll get into this a little more, but apparently the uh, the Olympic opening ceremony was like record record low oh, yeah. viewership, yeah. record low ratings, which, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. No. But we'll get into the Olympics. I got several things to talk about because the Olympics kicked off on the 4th, which was on Friday. Friday, yeah. Friday so... Um, I got a little bit of things to talk about that, but the other Super Bowl or Super Bowl football news that I was hoping you'd catch my my drift of was the Washington football team. Oh yes, yeah, I should have picked up on that because I mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, you're the one that brought that up to me. Yes. Washington has finally come up with a name for their football team and, besides the Washington yes, football and team, and they're hoping this one will be way less offensive. Obviously, because before, if you don't remember, it was the Redskins, which. Forever. Forever, which is a derogatory term towards Native Americans. Apparently, yeah. it's as bad as the N-word, but we know that's not true because we say Redskins, but yes. we don't say the N-word. The N-word. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they've, they've been, what, for two years now? Yeah. The just, Washington football team? Yes. Which I think they should just stick with that I think because they it's just too. hilariously ironic. It's yeah. just like, well, you don't want us to be that, so we're just going to be the, the football team. Yeah. We yeah. are that football team from Washington, and our our logo is a football and a team, and yeah. uh, we and are here to play football with our team, with yeah. our football team. Yes, because we are the football team. It's like uh, we don't want to we don't want to over politicize anything. Yeah, and then people are gonna be like, "Oh, that's offensive," because football actually derived from a racial <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, right. So they finally came up with this new football team name, which is the Washington Commanders. Yes. Can't get any more offensive than the Redskins, even right, though right. there are people out there that are like, "Well, aren't the commanders typically the people that killed, t- killed the Redskins, <laughs> yeah. like the army commanders?" Yeah. So, so, and so we got that, I guess. Yeah. 
I mean, do, have you seen people seriously getting outraged about that, or is it just people no. like us that are I, like, that's hilariously ironic I, itself? Well, I, yeah, no, I, I haven't seen a lot of that. I, although I do know some Redskin fans that, or Washington football team fans or whatever, that are just like, you know what, I'm just done. <laughs> and it's like, this is just ridiculous. It, it, it kind of is. And I mean, I understand, like, over time realizing uh, we probably shouldn't go with it. I right. mean, what were some of the Negro League uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> baseball teams? Don't don't cancel me for saying <laughs> the, the Negro word, because that's actually what it was called, the Negro yeah. League. Yeah. So... Um, there was some there were some really oh, really bad yeah, names yeah. in that league. So yeah. uh some of those names, yeah, over time I I think it's a good thing that we come to realize our error of ways right. and be like, you know, that that was probably a bad thing to yeah. call our sports teams. Yeah. Or just the we're the Chicago beep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we probably shouldn't go with that. So <laughs> the fact that they went away from the Redskins, I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't care. Right. You get those those Washington fans that are like, I'm not going to follow the Washington football team until they reinstate the Redskins. It's yeah. just like, it's a fucking, fucking football team, team man. Who cares? That's, yeah. why, that's why I preferred the Washington football team, because people can't do yeah. that to it. They can't right. do it. Either A, uh, get so offended by the name that they're going to stop listening or watching, or B, get so offended by the changing of the mm-hmm. name that they're going to start stop watching. It's just like, they're here to throw a fucking ball around the yeah. field. Let's just call them by what they are. They're just a fucking football team. Who right. fucking cares? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, so that happened. So Yeah. Well, you know, good on them for choosing something. You know, um, of course, it, being Washington D.C., they're going to pick a name that's about as elitist as the town they're. I from. don't know. I, like, I figure they come up with something patriotic. Well, like, that's what I figured too. Like the wash or the Washington uh, Spangled Banners or something <laughs> like. But then that has people yeah. come and say that could be racist because. Right. I don't know. Spake old banner is is very white supremacist. Yes, the American flag is very white supremacist. So yeah, um, somebody's always going to find something to bitch there about. There is. With it. My mouse just died again. It, you could go through all the different names of the different teams in the NFL and pick out something. Yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, you can pick apart anything you wanted to, any name of any company, any mm. any team, any band, and find something wrong with it. So yeah. I don't care. I don't either. They're, like you said, it's just a fucking football team. They're just team overpaid name. athletes. So they I, are. I enjoy watching baseball. I enjoy watching the Super Bowl. Um, but I I could give two shits. So yeah. I, I, I love football, but you know, just keep the politics out yeah. of it. You know, it's there's no need for it. So while we're ta- on the subject of the N word, <laughs> Joe Rogan is still in the news. Nice segue. Yes. <laughs> Joe Rogan is still Still in the news again. And I I did a whole bonus episode about the whole Joe Rogan Spotify debacle last week. So if you want to hear all of that, I'm not going to recap all of it because I did it in the bonus episode. And then that would be a disservice to the people that actually pay to hear that shit if I come back and say all that stuff all over again. Just like like I said in the bonus episode, it's just like, why did I even pay to hear this (laughs) if you're just going to recap it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I did a whole bonus episode about uh, what was the guy's name? Vin. Not Vin. What was the guy's name that le- was threatening to leave oh, Spotify? Oh, uh, Neil Young. Neil Young. Yeah. I almost said Vince Young. Who's yeah. Vince Young? Vince Young is a um, football player. Yeah, maybe. Sounds sounds yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds like a football from, name from from Auburn. I think. Yeah. All right. So um, 
Neil Young threatened to leave, and then there was all that, and then mm-hmm. other musicians that haven't really been relevant in years. Yeah, right, like Joni Mitchell. Yeah, pulled their music, and there's been a lot of memes, you know, coming out like, uh, you know, Marty McFly pulling his music, you <laughs> yes. know, and stuff like that. Or uh, my favorite was Nickelback threatens to put <laughs> oh, yeah. their music on Spotify. It's like yeah. shit. They better get rid of Joe <laughs> Rogan. Um, but with that debacle joe rogan came out and everybody thought he was kind of pussyfooting around it then saying well i i was just having conversations and my my whole thought was dude own up to your shit like if you stand for something own up for it yes i get that you're making million hundred million dollars off spotify but you got to stand for something too yeah that that's what his listeners tune into him for is because he you know is unapologetic yeah. About the stances he takes. Well, when he moved exclusively to Spotify, my whole thought was, oh, here we go. This is more opportunity for right. them to kind of control his content mm-hmm. when you're specifically to one company and not spread across different platforms the way yeah. we are. Um, if he was spread across YouTube, Spotify, Apple, all that shit, if Spotify has a deal, it's just like, fuck it. I still got right. I- Apple and YouTube. But now that he's exclusively to Spotify, yeah. when he first moved over, I was like, we're going to have issues here. Well, for a while, it seemed like, wow, he's he's standing up to this. He's not taking shit. Like right. with the ivermectin stuff we talked yeah. about six months ago. Yeah. Or with uh, this, these uh, nobody singers. Well, I want to say nobody singers, but irrelevant in 2022 right. yeah. singers threatening if, if he didn't change. And he's like, well, fuck you too. But then he came out, like I said, under pressure and said, kind of... I don't know, pussyfooted around it. Well, now it seems like it's even worse because Spotify, just within the last day or two, dropped like 100 of his episodes. What was the reasoning? Um, They're not very specific. Okay. But one thing they're talking about is his excessive use of the N-word on some of his earlier earlier episodes. Okay. And to be truthful about it, to to not misguide anybody, from my understanding, he never... Like called anybody the N word. He wasn't like that fucking beep. Right. Um, right. It was him just talking, using it in context with like a conversation. Like so and so said, called such and such. Oh, uh, okay, okay. N word. He would yeah. instead of saying the N word, he would actually say the word in okay. context while he right. was talking about yeah. something. And, so and he's or like somebody who has, I mean, he has a lot of comedians on. You know, specifically right. like Dave Chappelle, or right? People Kevin that, Harder, right? That flippantly. would use that word. That, My new favorite word is flippantly, since Whoopi Goldberg started saying it. So, nice. um, I, I feel like there's a lot of use of the word flippantly. So, yeah, comedians that flippantly used threw that word around. Sure. Respect. And, yeah. So, <laughs> um, but now Joe Rogan has further, in my opinion, he's further cowered to yeah. the mob mentality. Because he's come out and really apologized this time within the last couple of days. So this one's from Zero Hedge. Let me pull this one up. My mouse is dead, so I gotta use my touchpad like oh, a like man. a peasant. What the heck? I know. Don't don't cancel us because of our <laughs> from in, our peasantry. So this says Rogan apologized for using a racial slur as Spotify removes 113 JRE episodes with no explanation. It says amid all this tempest in in a teapot. That's interesting. It is. One person has some clarifying thoughts for all those Lizzie 363 offers in this suggestion. What What are you saying? I don't know what that means. Anyway, it says, take back control. Tell employees on Monday we can get rid of Rogan by Friday, but with Rogan goes 50% of our workforce. Go back to your division 
and decide among yourselves who is getting dismissed and who is staying. I want names by Thursday. I, I don't know what... I, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing that's something in response to Spotify kicking Rogan. Yeah. Anyway, it starts out, that it says, while the tsunami of pile honors grows because what is more virtuous than that than signaling your disdain for someone that dares to think for themselves, there's also a gathering storm of support for Rogan and what his podcast stands for. All right, where's the story? This right. is all like Those Twitter are all tweets. Yeah. yeah, where's the actual story? It says, <clears throat> unfortunately for both Spotify and Joe Rogan, the controversy surrounding the Joe Rogan experience isn't over yet. In fact, it looks... Like it's metastasizing now that one of the artists who pulled their music from the platform in recent days has managed to change the conversation to the pr problematic use of the N-word in some episodes on the show. I wonder how much they had to dig for that. Right. Well, yeah, that's that's my thought. It's like somebody that's probably never listened mm. to Joe Rogan's like, I'm going to go back and listen and try to find any bullshit to, yeah. to support this. So yeah. it goes from the dangerous medical misinformation that he's peddling on a show yeah. to now, well, he also, back in the day, said right. the N-word. Right, yeah. He says, so far, Spotify has removed at least 113 episodes, according to a running count by JRE Missing. But So there's an actual site called JRE Missing that's w counting the shit? Weird. <laughs> a website dedicated to monitoring how many episodes of the show are no longer available. Wow, somebody's got way too much time no on their hands. No doubt. Some, shit. some of the episodes were removed months ago, but the biggest purge has taken place since Friday. The show has been exclusively available on Spotify for about a year. At the same time, Rogan has published another Frank Apology video, uh, this one in response for, to a super clip shared by Grammy-winning soul musician India Ari of him saying the N-word. Rogan said he's making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing I've ever had to talk about publicly. Rogan clarified that he hasn't said the that word at all in years before explaining that when the word would come up in discussion, he would say the full word instead of saying the N word. And that given this context, the audience would have been, would be understanding says he went on to explain that he has since changed his mind and now agrees that a white person shouldn't say the word at all, even in context. It's not clear how many of the episodes removed by Spotify actually feature Rogan saying the word or one of his guests, which, depending on the race of the guests, might be deemed acceptable by some. The show is nearing its 1,775th episode and has been running since 2009. Neither Rogan nor Spotify has released a statement nor given an explanation for why any of the episodes have been removed, according to the New York Times. So first of all, I mean, they have been removed, but there's no context of saying why, if this is even why, this whole... Right. Maybe Joe Rogan's just like, you know, uh, just take some of those episodes off so people don't go dig it. Because right. he hasn't even come out and said, oh, shit, they're, they're pulling me down from Spotify. Yeah. Or, or maybe he's putting them in the vault like Walt Disney. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's like they're, you can't just jump to these conclusions. Mm -hmm. But they are. Of course. But him coming out in this apology and saying, I'm regretful and shame, like the most shameful thing I've ever done. If that's the most shameful thing he's ever done, then he's doing good. He's doing all right. But And I had posted on Facebook and Twitter. I said, uh, the only thing I can see that Joe Rogan has done wrong is um, giving in to the mob and apologizing. Right. Yeah. And somebody's like, well, I'm glad he, he had it in his heart to apologize. It, it shows, like, it takes a lot of guts to apologize for something. And I'm just like, no. 
But is he really apologetic right. for this? Because right. if he was, when he stopped using that freaking word years ago, like yeah. he said, he said, I, I stopped, then he would have released a public apology back then. Back then Not right. when the mob came out right. against him. It was like, yeah. oh, you use this. And then he's like, oh, I, I feel such, such deep shame for this all yeah. of a sudden. It's like, no, you're just, you're just trying to get back in good graces. Right. Yeah. So it seems to me that he's kind of, and, and once you start giving into that mm-hmm. kind of pressure, yeah, they're just yeah. going to keep pushing it, and yeah. then he's going to he's going to eventually become yeah th- controlled like we are afraid I was afraid he was by Spotify yeah. because right. he, he's heading that direction, you know, and he's one you know unapologetically you know has you know well you know eats red meat or or mm-hmm. you know talks about how his weed use or. You know, uh, his DMT. Yeah, right. And, and he's just been very, he's always been very transparent, which is his appeal. Mm-hmm. People who listen to him, who, who may have listened to him from the beginning, knows his use of the N-word, mm-hmm. and they don't care. I mean, if they did, they would have came out years ago exactly. when he was saying it, not and, wait till, oh, this guy is a, is a problem for, right. for the mainstream narrative. Let's get him kicked off. Well, yeah. let's go start digging now. Right. Like I said, it's people that have never listened to him. I guarantee right. you, what's her, na- what's her nuts has oh, listened to him before. No, fuck no. And now she's just like, well, let's go. She's got all pissed off because the Obamas are cl- going to pull their show off Spotify if they don't remove Joe Rogan. Probably. And, but see, that's the thing is Joe Rogan... It, like you said, this, these are symptoms of the main problem, and the main problem is that he doesn't have anybody to to you know flag him or you know anybody that will come after him for the for the content he puts out there. You know he can have these doctors on that that defy the the narrative, mm-hmm. or he can have you know um, the you know Tulsi Gabbard on or or people that will speak their mind or who aren't normally getting out there, and people like that mm-hmm. and. They want to find a way to control that. Yeah, and it's, it doesn't end with Joe Rogan. They want to no. find a way to control. They don't like independent media. They yes. don't like us being able. Like the the podcast platforms are pretty loose. Yeah. In the regulation of of us. Yes. Unlike like Facebook or yeah. YouTube, where they they're constantly flagging shit. Yeah. You don't really see that on the 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 podcasting platforms yeah. and we said a year ago they're coming after the podcast next oh, it's absolutely. not going to end no they're just setting an example with joe yeah. rogan because he's the number one podcaster right. in history and of podcasting like, if they can do this to joe rogan they can do this to anybody yeah so yeah. i mean i th- I think that's their next step is um censoring the podcast yeah absolutely but you know if the press did their fucking job and actually held people accountable Podcasts yeah, right. wouldn't be as popular. People want the transparency. They want the the lack of bullshit that is out there on the networks. And Joe Rogan was giving that to them. Well, look at the ratings of mainstream media versus independent like podcasting sources. I mean, Joe Rogan's pulling in at least ten times the viewers that oh, yeah. like CNN, like uh, or Rachel Maddow, or or people like that are pulling these days. Right, and. They hate it. They're terrified of it. Absolutely. They even said they're like, "Oh, with um, all these people like moving to independent media uh, and not trusting the mainstream anymore, that could lead to all these problematic yeah. situations." I mean, that's what I think it was a CNN reporter was talking last week about the whole Joe Rogan thing. It's just like, "Oh, uh, the the problem is that if Joe Rogan leaves Spotify, it's not going to put a dent in his viewers. They're gonna, they're just going to oh, follow him and just keep filling themselves with this misinformation. And we right. gotta re- take back that control. And it's yeah. just like, maybe if you did, like you said, did your fucking job, we want to, yeah, need to go after like Joe Rogan or exactly. or people that are actually willing. I'm not even saying that I agree with everything Joe oh, Rogan no, does. No, 
I, I rarely even listen to Joe Rogan, yeah. to be honest, but um, maybe if the mainstream media was actual reporters mm-hmm. or actually had some of these other voices on, then we wouldn't go looking for it right. in people like Joe Rogan. Absolutely. But we got to move on. I, I don't want to spend too much time on Rogan. I, you already I just, did. Yeah, I already did that. <laughs> uh, so if you want to hear my whole bitch fest about the Joe Rogan situation, go to patreon.com forward slash break the bell and you can sign up as a Patreon member and have access to that bonus episode plus many, many more. What I think is funny is um, so the, the Rock came out and supported Joe Rogan originally. Mm-hmm. Then. He took some pushback, so then he retracted it and was like, "Oh, I'm, I, I didn't understand the uh, context." Oh, fuck off! I know he's like, "So I no, I, I can't support what he said, right?" So then somebody went back into his archives and pulled out him make doing um like a um, impression of Chinese and impression of Swedish when he back when he was with WWF, you mm-hmm. know. And, and I remember those when he did that and stuff. And people are now saying like, "Oh, well, look, he's racist now." And it's like, just stop, just See, fucking I, stop. I hate when I hate. When celebrities seem like they're standing up for something, oh, yeah. anything, and even then if they, it's yeah. something I don't agree with, but yeah. then to like backpedal, oh, I, I, I didn't realize right. I was uneducated, yeah. and it's just like they cower to that, yeah. right. and I hate, I would man. hate to, I would hate for Joe Rogan to be that, yeah, oh, and that kind of seems like the direction he's taken with this. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'm wrong. And I hopefully hope so too. He, hopefully, at some point, sooner than later, he steps up and is like. Fuck this! I'm yeah. tired. I, yeah. I I have a show. I I mean I basically own Spotify. Right. Yeah. I have the highest listener base. Yeah. In all Spotify history. Yeah. Fuck you guys! I you yeah. either you either take it or you leave it, and yeah. I'll I'll just walk Absolutely. with a hundred million dollars. Right. Exactly. And it's like if you don't fucking like my show, don't listen to it. Right. So let's move on. Uh, we talked. We did a whole episode about the truckers. Yes, we did this last week. It was beautiful. It was it was a fun episode about the Canadian truckers and yes. and all this shit. Well, we talked about how I think we even mentioned how they had raised like almost ten million dollars mm-hmm. on GoFundMe. Yeah. Well, GoFundMe paused that last week. Yeah. While we were talking about, like the day we were talking about it, I, I think I mentioned that they they it wasn't stu- because of us, was it? No, I don't think so. Well, <laughs> I I had mentioned last week that. They raised like almost ten million, and GoFundMe is like, ah, eh, we're gonna put a pause on this for now, and yeah, discuss, you know, like see what's going on here. Well, apparently, GoFundMe has pissed off people too, of course, as GoFundMe tends to do. They uh, not only paused those donations; they're no longer giving that almost ten million dollars to the truckers. That's stupid because. From what I saw, the Canadian government actually requested that they pause it. Oh, and sure. initially, that $10 million, they, they would refund it to the donors upon request. They, it wasn't going to be an automatic refund. It was going to be upon request. And if, if those donors didn't fill out the proper request, they were just going to dis- distribute it to charities of their choosing. Oh, nice. So Black Lives Matter would be getting all kinds of bank. <laughs> Probably. So does that not sound like the most socialist yeah, <laughs> thing no in the shit. world? It's like we know you donated. Thing. <laughs> we know yeah, we know you donated all this money to this one specific cause, but we feel these other causes <laughs> yeah, probably much need much more deserving. More. So we're going to give your money to them. Yeah. Unless you request it back, and the request form it only takes a good 60 to 80 minutes to fill <laughs> yeah, out. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. There's been pushback about that, so they changed. They switched courses on that, but 
I got this article that says GoFundMe for Trucker Freedom Convoy paused amid questions about donors. <laughs> this is from blog2.com. So let's see what they have to say about this. It says the GoFundMe campaign for the Trucker's Freedom Convoy 2022 is once again, once again under scrutiny. The fundraiser, which started on January 14th with a goal to support a trucker a truck driver trucker driver convoy protesting federal mandates, has surpassed $10 million. It is now the second largest GoFundMe in Canadian history. A fundraiser to support the victims of Humboldt Broncos bus crash raised $15.2 million. You didn't have to tell us that. <laughs> that campaign had to go through a court-supervised process before funds were distributed. This doesn't even sound like GoFundMe. GoFundMe yeah. is like crowdsourcing. Right, right. It's. Yeah. I mean, you can get on. And s- I've seen people set up GoFundMe's just to fund their kids because their baby daddy's not right. not, not yeah. paying the bills. Right. Like set up their own personal GoFundMe account yeah. or for funerals and stuff like that. But apparently, if you gain too much attention, you got to, especially in Canada, you have to go through a court supervised process in order to get that money. That's ridiculous. Distributed to you. Says GoFundMe posted a message on Freedom Convoy 2022 page this week to say that the fundraiser is currently paused and under review to ensure it complies with our terms of service and applicable laws and regulations. The fundraising platform says it is doing all it can to protect both the donors and organizers. The announcement came on the same day Ottawa's police chief said some of the money donated had come from the United States. Oh, no. A CBS News analysis of the donations last week found that at least a third of the donors were listed as anonymous or used invented names. I mean, that's just been a thing on GoFundMe. I mean, if you're going to regulate the use of anonymous names for these causes that you don't support, then you got to regulate it across the board. Right, yeah. Several donors indicate they were in countries such as the United States, the UK, Australia, and Poland. So what? Meanwhile, Tamara Litch, who is listed on the GoFundMe as a fundraiser, along with B.J. Dichter. Uh, <laughs> is that his real name? <laughs> B.J. Dichter. Okay. I hope not. Was thought to be out of contact. Tamara is MIA. We don't know where she is, what she's doing, what's going on, said Pat King in a YouTube video. So we will let big dogs take over here. But Litch... Recently tweeted, suggesting the rumor mill was in action. Who is this? She says, the speed at which the rumor mill operates is amazing. If there are major changes and or problems, we will inform everyone on the GoFundMe page on this Twitter. Lawyers and accountants are on site. We're still dealing with so many bottlenecks. Love all of you. So it sounds like the main, the people that set it up, which was BJ Dichter (laughs) and this Tamara um, Lich. They supposedly went MIA, so somebody else was funneling, like, dispersing the money. And so they were like, well, we don't know where this money is going to go. Is it going to go to Canadian terrorists? Is it going to, you know... Well, they already viewed the the, the truckers as the the fringe. Says if there are major... Oh, I already read that. BJ Dichter spoke on YouTube explaining the Freedom Convoy's goal is to end all vaccine mandates. In a statement... Uh, GoFundMe said recent events in Ottawa have generated widespread discussion on the convoy. As the activity surrounding the protest evolves, we have been monitoring the fundraiser to ensure the funds are going to the intended recipients and that the fundraiser remains within our terms of service. Our monitoring includes maintaining close communication with the organizer as well as collaborating with local law enforcement. 
They say the fundraisers must be transparent about the flow of funds and have a plan for how the funds will be spent. When we do not receive required information, we may put a pause on the donations. So this one doesn't go into the whole situation where they said we're going to disperse the money into other charities how we see right. fit. This article doesn't say that, but that is what they, they had saying, declared. Right. There was many articles a couple days ago, and then with all this pushback, I mean, we got now like U.S. lawmakers that are uh, imposing like FCC like mm. searches into GoFundMe to see if they did anything illegal by doing this. So um, I think DeSantis in Florida was the first to say, hey, we're going to have the FCC look into this. Okay. And then some, uh, somebody else said their state was going to do the same. Well, then Ted Cruz of had course. to get involved. And he was, nobody likes Ted. Does Ted Cruz even like Ted Cruz anymore? It's no. like once Ted Cruz throws his name on someone, it's like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is a I, shit I, show. You know, I, I mm. liked Ted Cruz until he he went against his, uh, his own morals and decided to uh, get on Trump's jock. That and then um, you're pulling the mic cord with, oh. with your table there. I don't want things to fall over. Um, that and his whole fling to Mexico yeah, and yeah, trying to say, yeah. "No, I was just dropping my yeah. family off. I just happened to have my golf clubs." I, I was, and I was going right back to the blizzard right afterwards, and then passing out waters. I, I yeah, mean, he's right. just like yeah. on Poli- whatever train that yeah. uh, political his, opportunist. Yes, that's exactly what he is. So now that he's involved in this, I'm like, yeah, I don't even know if I want anything to do with this. Yeah. But um, and all of this, from like from what I've read, the Canadian government requested that GoFundMe put this pause on it. Well, yeah. obviously, the Canadian government doesn't like this because right. it's defiance against the Canadian government. That's Absolutely. what this whole protest yeah, was, right? And it's being funded by private citizens that support this thing. Well, yeah. now. And that, that's what crowdsourcing is. Yeah. That's what GoFundMe is a cra- supposedly... Yeah. Uh, who cares what country they're from? Right. It's right? supposedly a crowdsourcing yeah. website. Yeah. But um, it's become something completely different. And so I redesigned their logo. And, I mean, they can have this for a whopping $10 million. That nice. I mean, if they want to disperse this to... Um, to other things, they, yeah. they can buy this new logo that I, I redesigned for them. Oh, shit. It's not going to pull up. Oh, Hang on. Let me pull this up. <laughs> so here is the new logo that I redesigned because it it, it seems to go better with I, I like with their that. strategy now. Yes. Instead of GoFundMe, we've changed the name to GoFund Government Propaganda. Yeah. So so GoFundMe, you can reach out to us. Uh, you can reach me at Craig at BreakTheBellPod.com, and you we we can work out our terms. You your your people talk to our people, which is us, me and you, and we'll work out the details. But no less than ten point five million dollars is what we're I, going to. I think to. that's really fair. Actually, I think so too. Yeah. <clears throat> All this is going to do is drive more people to other crowdsourcing pages. I mean, yeah. can you imagine what what's the other the other big uh, crowdsourcing page. Oh God, I don't know. I I can't think of it. Um, but <laughs> they they almost need to go with like a like a a vaccine like anti vaccine mandate like like um almost like um funding. You know how Black Lives Matter has mm-hmm. their thing. You know and and they distribute whatever. Yeah. Do you think 
Do you think they need a clear and transparency when Obviously people not. were black uh, through Black Lives Matter were being the, funded? The, the chick bought what bought that like a multi million dollar house Three. in California. Three of them. Three yeah, of them. that's right. And just recently, I'm pretty sure I just read a thing where she acquired a fourth for four million dollars. Yeah. So obviously they're or not checking than. into any of that stuff. Yeah, and I think that might have been in Canada where she got that home. So makes makes it perfect does, sense actually. Um. Maybe that this some of the money from the GoFundMe went to Black Lives Matter for that house. Yeah. So the like I was saying, some of these other crowdsourcing, like the second tier crowdsourcing pages, could majorly capitalize on this and be oh, like, yeah. at least we're not GoFundMe. And then they would there'd be swaths of people that would just like jump over to them over yeah. GoFundMe. They'd be like, fuck, fuck GoFundMe. Yeah. Um, they're they're threatening to put our money into. Other funds. Yeah. Well, GoFundMe did back down and just automatically, well, they automatically um, refunded. They didn't back down. They're still not allowing this $10 million to go through. They just auto refunded to the donors that money. So it's like, just set up like a Venmo account and just have people pay straight to your Venmo. There's so many different ways to do it now. Until Venmo is like, actually, we're going to disperse that money uh, into other Venmo accounts that we see fit. Yeah. It's like, just wait for the banks to start doing that. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, whatever, First National Bank, I'll just make up a name. First National Bank, you have $100,000 in, which yeah, I don't, so don't think <laughs> that's true. Um, and you're, by, you're purchasing, like, guns and stuff, and yeah. then all of a sudden, First National Bank's like, you know, I, I don't support guns, so we're going to disperse your, your money yeah. to businesses that yeah. we think deserve your money better than the gun companies that you're buying money from. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, it's, it's a slippery slope yeah. when we're allowing um, personal money. Yeah. W- w- if we allow that. that. That's a really fast, slippery slope. So I'm glad people are stepping up and being like, fuck you guys. Let's look into the legality of this. Yeah. Definitely. Except for Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz can go, like, vacation in Mexico permanently for all I care. So is that enough of GoFundMe? I think so. Or GoFund government propaganda? Yeah. Because it seems like the only ones that they allow, when it comes to major, like, publicized events like this or publicized Mm. stories like this that are being funded, um, like we we mentioned the Kyle Rittenhouse thing where they, they paused funds to that. Then um, this one, but never was there backlash from GoFundMe for like Black Lives Matter no. or anything like that. No, none of the protests yet. So I mean, maybe we're wrong. Maybe there never was a GoFundMe, but I guarantee you there was a GoFundMe I, I for Black Lives still. Matter. But it just seems like they pick and choose which political mm. side they want to to yeah. allow people to support. It's not even them supporting it; it's them allowing right. supporters to support. Yeah. Well. We don't like who you support, so we're not going to allow you to support yeah, those people. We're not going to let that money get to them. And we're a privately owned company, so we can dictate uh, what exactly. you're allowed to support or not. So let's move on. Like I mentioned earlier, the Olympics kicked off this week. Yeah. I, with a bang. Was it a bang? Maybe a couple bangs. Yeah. Pro- I mean, it's, chi- it's China. They had yeah. to. I, I was working, doing a job at the local country club here, and I saw uh, one of the guys who had the opening ceremonies on on Friday and I they they were doing cool shit on skates making designs and stuff sure. and I'm just like this is stupid I don't want to watch this but apparently the olympic olympic opening ceremony drew record low ratings and yahoo is asking why aren't americans tuning in i i don't know maybe because fucking china because it's china 
Or maybe because it's the Olympics and nobody gives a shit about the say, Olympics anymore. Yeah, they're, they're not as fun as they used to be. It says NBC is facing a cataclysm loss of audience for the 2022 Winter Olympics as viewership tanked for Friday's opening ceremony, averaging just 16 million. It's record low for the ceremony, uh, 20 million for 88, and, for, and a whopping 43% below the 2018 games in South Korea that n- notched 28.3 million viewers despite also dealing with less than advantageous Asian time zone for American audiences. So I guess there is that whole point that right. China's on the opposite side of the world. Yeah, right. So we're wa- what are we supposed to watch, like downhill skiing at 2 o'clock in the morning? Right, yeah. Just Say, not that big of a fan. Says it comes on the heels of Thursday's rating disaster that saw just 7.7 million people tune in, dramatically below same-night audience of 2018 and 2014 from Russia. Says NBC said the 16 million is a total audience delivery and includes all of its networks and streaming. The television only average audience was below 14 million for the day, per the preliminary data released by the network. So that's like going back and restreaming yeah. and rewatching it or watching right. the, the the clips. Yeah, and I, stuff. I'm sure if I went on Peacock, I could like click on and just watch like you know oh, yeah. whatever Olympic clips they have saved there. Yeah, and that is those low numbers are included in all that. Yeah. Says, um, while ratings tend to increase over the first week, as more viewers get caught up in the action, NBC will have to work out of a ratings hole. The host country, China, is a serious problem. Hmm. Like you said. Mm -hmm. Uh, Numerous countries, including the U.S., are staging diplomatic boycotts of these games due to what they say is China's active campaign of genocide against the Uyghurs, a minority ethnic group we've talked about all the shit in a whole episode a couple weeks ago. China denies the charges but has also banned the United Kingdom's or United Nations human rights officials from entering the region. That's yeah, we're not doing fun. it. Right. We're not committing human rights violations, but yeah. you guys can't come here yeah. to check out. Because we're doing everything. Well, let's go look at them. No, 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 no. no. Well, you don't need to because yeah. we're not yeah. violating anything. What, you don't trust us? <laughs> In issues more directly related to the games, China's drastic anti-COVID measures have made life inside its closed loop a high-stress and near joyless experience for the athletes and a massive challenge for NBC. I mean, before the hotel, the Olympic sports hotels were, the biggest thing you had to worry about was the transmission of STDs because it was like a massive orgy. Yeah, right. And now I I guarantee you they're like quarantined to the rooms. Oh, yeah. And no orgies in China. It's like, man, I've been working my whole life for this Olympic orgy and I get stuck in a freaking plastic bubble in China. Fuck the gold medal. I wanted the orgy. (laughs) That's that's all I came for was the orgy. (laughs) So obviously ratings are down because people like us don't support what's going on in China. Yeah, And, you know, a big part of it now, and I don't know if this is it for everybody, but more more people are, are... they're doing streaming services, right? Mm-hmm. They're not doing cable. They're not right. doing. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like before, it was like you had like six channels. Yeah, right. And so it's like, well, do I watch CIS or CSI or do I watch the Olympics? Right. Yeah. And now there's like millions well, of options. Well, and plus, like you know, like you know, say I typically watch uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime. There's not the constant you know promotions for the Olympics and stuff. Right. You know? So there's like no build up. There's no athletes that you're invested in you know sure. there's no stories you're invested in and nobody wants to tune in and see nbc kiss china's ass for you know the next week and a half right so again the whole reason what what the fuck happened here where'd my article go oh here it is 
Um, the whole reason, supposedly, that people aren't is because of the mistreating of China to their uh, minority population, mm. one being the Uyghurs. So they decided, as a use of propaganda, is how I see this, obviously, is to use a Uyghur skier to become the face of the Winter Olympics. So she, this brand new skier, first time, like Winter Olympic debut, yeah. um, she happens to be Uyghur. They used her to light the Olympic torch. Yeah. And she was like a overnight celebrity for like a day. And they were probably like, you, we have our snipers trained on you, so don't do anything you're not don't supposed to. Don't say anything you're not supposed to. Yeah, don't and make any gestures. Just light the fucking fire. You have to hear the things that her family and oh, she sure. have said. It's just all been like pro-Communist oh, yeah. China Party, CCP, uh, propaganda. So this is from the Wall Street Journal. It says, a Uyghur skier became the face of China's Winter Olympics. The next day, she vanished from the spotlight. So she had a day So she never fame. skied? <laughs> oh, she did ski. She just didn't do great. Oh, she got okay. like 42nd or something oh, like okay. that. And so then she just disappeared. Mm-hmm. So it says, Chinese athlete and Olympic torch carrier, Dinagir Yila Minjiang. I'm just going to call her Yila. Sure. I'm done or, with that. It says, finished 43rd in her Olympic debut. Uh... She was the face of Friday's Olympic opening ceremony, a young Uyghur athlete from Xinjiang, the center of the human rights allegations dividing China and the West, carrying, was carrying the Olympic flame for the host nation. By Saturday, the 20-year-old, or 20-year-old cross-country skier, Yila, is what I'm going with, I'm had out. given the slip to an eager global press. Her lackluster finish in her Olympic debut barely mentioned in Chinese media. The catapulting of Yila into the global spotlight, followed by a low-key retreat, marked a remarkable 24-hour whirlwind for the hitherto unknown athlete. On Friday night, as Chinese leader Xi Jinping and Russia President Vladimir Putin watched from the VIP booth at Beijing National Stadium, Yila was the surprising and immediately contentious choice for what acclaimed Chinese film director and opening ceremony maestro Zheng Yimou had promised would be a bold and unprecedented way of lighting the Olympic flame. <laughs> in the end, it was less about how Yila carried the flame hand-in-hand hand with Zhao Zhiwen, a Chinese athlete in the Nordic combined, as it was about her identity. Yila is Uyghur, a member of the t- uh, Turkic minority group native to China's northwestern region in, of Xinjiang, that has become the main focus of allegations in the U.S. and West about Chinese human rights violations. The decision to choose her rather than a more accomplished or widely known athlete and to pair her with a member of China's Han majority was interpreted as Mr. Z's act of defiance against the global pressure campaign and decried as offensive by human rights groups. So <laughs> she paired up with a Han, which is the main... Yeah. The main... Um, like class, class in China, the main main uh, ethnic group. Mm-hmm. So the two of them hand in hand lit the torch. <laughs> to me, that was just again propaganda. Like, yeah. look how we right. we, we don't mistreat the Uyghurs. We yeah. want to allow her to. Right. We we're all together in we're this. We're on the state world. She's on the world <clears throat> stage because yes. that's what we believe in. Yeah, we 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 just want to show the U.S. that they're full of shit and we don't mistreat them at all. Yeah. So it says her selection for such a prestigious task was notable for another reason. She was set to make her Olympic sporting debut 18 hours after her star star turn. It didn't go particularly well. By the first checkpoint of Saturday's race, Yila had fallen behind 
more than half of the field of 65 competitors, eventually finishing 42nd, 42 places behind the gold medalist Norway's Teresa Joe Hogg. Afterwards, Yila and the three other Chinese athletes competing in the event slipped away, leaving more than a dozen Chinese and foreign journalists waiting for more than an hour in frigid temperatures. Mm. Her escape, if that's what it was, appeared to be in contra- contravention of International Olympic Committee rules that require athletes to pass through a mixed zone where they can but aren't obliged to answer journalist questions. So, so they didn't even make it to the press zone? Yeah, they, they're required to go through this press zone. Hmm. They don't have to answer to the press, but they're required after the event to pass through right. this, yeah. this field of this horde of reporters, huh. and they just disappeared. Wow. Says the IOC confirmed in an emailed response to questions that mixed zone rules remain in place despite the pandemic, but declined to comment on Yila's no-show. So they don't want to piss off China either. Yeah. They're probably in on it. They're like, don't, oh, don't, don't talk to her. Yeah. Don't say anything to her. Don't even look at her. Yeah. Just let her go. Yeah. Says Yila couldn't be reached for comment through Chinese China's National Olympic Committee, which no didn't doubt. rely... To request for didn't reply to request for comments. She probably went straight from the cross country ski event to the organ transplant center down the road, <laughs> and they'll probably never get answers from her. No, probably not. Says the twenty year old from Xinjiang's northern Altai Prefecture is one of six athletes from the Chinese region competing in Winter Games, and the only one of Uyghur heritage. Hmm. So again, she's she's a puppet. She's yeah. Like the poster child of how we treat yeah. our Uyghur population right. here, we yeah. we don't we want everybody to realize how much we value our minorities over yeah. here. Right. Says with the opening, Yila became an overnight celebrity in China, touted as a symbol of nas- national unity. So here's her her statement: That moment will encourage me every day for the rest of my life. She told uh, China's official news agency on Sunday. That wasn't a scripted answer. I was so excited when I found out we were going to place the torch. It's a huge honor for me. Uh, Xinhua said she and her partner represented Chinese athletes born in the 2000s and symbolized an inheritance of sporting traditions and Olympic spirit across generations. State-run media had earlier published videos on social media of Yila's family back home, <laughs> beaming with pride. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, they have a close-up on our family. They yeah. don't show the armed guards yeah. surrounding right. them saying, say this. No, we love, we love where we're at. Her family <laughs> says, China has done everything it can for me, and what <laughs> is left for me to do now is to train hard and bring glory to the country. Wow. Uh, Yila was quoted as saying in an article published by the Communist Party-run Xinjiang Daily. <laughs> the article also highlighted her personal story as a teenage talented talent groomed by her father, himself a decorated skier, um, national cross-country ski coach. In a separate video uh, posted by the newspaper, her mother praised Beijing, saying, Thanks to the country for giving my daughter such an important mission. Wow. Does it seem like problem? Do you think... Maybe maybe this is us coming to a realization. Maybe it's not as bad as we made it out to be. Or you think no. this is probably co- Communist Party ran propaganda? Yes. Saying, look, look, even their family is yeah. praising Beijing. Even she is saying how much of an honor this is. Yeah. It's like, well, can we get her to uh, comment after the fact? Uh, no, no, no um, she's too busy. She's got obligations elsewhere. 
Yeah. At up the road. Yeah. Uh, no, she she she's going to an emergency medical procedure now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so no, but she, but no she's going to save lives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so so we got that. That that is the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. How could anybody not? I mean, people have to be asking questions. I mean, you you got to realize this is just fucking propaganda. Yeah, absolutely. Even, even the Chinese have to realize this is pop- propaganda. Yeah. But the fact that the Olympic, the International Olympic Committee isn't raising any questions about her just yeah. poof vanishing right. after the fact yeah. says everything we said yeah. in our China episode that IOC is busy sucking China's dick themselves. Right. Um, not, not wanting to piss off China because... Yeah. They they hold all the cards everywhere mm-hmm. these days on on the global stage, right? Um, and this whole the whole timing of the Olympics right now couldn't it come at a better time mm. than while we're getting ready to possibly go to war with Russia, while right. China is getting ready to declare a war on the U.S. or on Taiwan mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Yeah, whatever wars are going on right now. Yeah, we we throw the Olympics in the mix, yeah. which I have. Traditionally, for like a thousand years, been like a pause of all, right? Like, yeah, because I mean, if you remember, you know, the, the what was it? The um, was it the Olympics and was it thirty six? Were in Berlin, mm. and you know, I don't remember. Yeah, I wasn't, you might have been alive during that, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was it was in Germany. Hitler oversaw it, hmm. and uh, I remember because it was um, was it Jesse Owens? Was um. You know, he was a black athlete that, you know, sure. represented the United States and ended up winning numerous gold medals to Hitler's, you know, disdain. So it's kind of it's really parallel to yeah. today's where it's just like all this atrocities going on. Yeah. But, hey, let's hold yeah. the Olympics in Germany and give them the OK yeah, exactly. for what they're doing. Let, let's let's show them that, uh, you know, we're, we're all in this together. Yes. Yeah. Maybe if we maybe if we give them the opportunity to host the Olympics, maybe they'll realize and back down on all their aggressive stances right. and stuff. Yeah. Well, so we got the whole Russia-Ukraine shit going on right now, too, which the U.S. is like, certain members of the U.S. are itching to go to war. I think yeah. we now have troops in Ukraine. I think so, too. I'm and it's interesting sure. because, you know, the United States is talking about, oh, they're about 70% ready to go to war. And then you got Ukraine being like, dude, back off. This we, isn't we what you think We don't want to go to war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want this. Yeah. You're making this a big deal. This is Ukraine saying this. Yeah. Like, we don't want this. Yeah. Because they know if war happens, they are ground zero. Yeah. Right. Who's going to lose the most in this? Yeah. Ukraine. I think Ukraine would probably rather go to Russia than see their country no just shit. get obliterated in war. Yeah. Um, so with all this and the Olympics going on at the same time, obviously Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping have kind of cozied up in oh, the, the VIP. Yeah. They mentioned they, them they in the VIP. They need their own booth. show. Well, they mentioned them in the VIP yeah. booth. And um, apparently Vladimir Putin fell asleep at the Olympics during the Ukraine team introduction. That's got to be another scripted moment. Be like, okay, yeah. they're going in. They're Okay, hold on, hold on. All right, well, do the camera now. Yeah, well, some news articles were saying how he just isn't as concerned about this, obviously, and that's why he's, like, sleeping during this. And I think he's probably fake sleeping. I'm, like, I'm sure like to he say, is. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, I don't recognize him. You know, yeah, yeah. kind of a symbolic, yeah. like, oh, I can just sleep during this because yeah. this ain't a real team anyway. Yeah. They're not a real country. Right, yeah. I already saw Russia. What are these Russians yeah. doing here? Okay, wait, 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 wait. All right, get the camera on. Wait. Oh, sh- I blinked. Yeah, wait, can wait, we, wait, can wait, we take wait. that again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is from the New York Post. It says, Vladimir Putin falls asleep at Beijing Olymp- Olympics as Ukrainian team is introduced. 
says Putin not losing any sleep over the Ukraine conflict. The Russian president appeared to doze off during the opening ceremonies of the Beijing Olympics Friday as Ukraine's national team marched through the stadium. The world leader was caught on camera slumped in his chair with his eyes closed as the athletes were introduced and their national anthem blared, according to UK Independent. Putin's eyes then flitted open and he was up and at him by the time Russian Olympic Committee entered uh, Beijing's national stadium, standing to salute them. Well, it doesn't say because he does say he happened to be sleeping during Ukraine's, but was he sleeping during everybody right. else's yeah, too? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they might have been like, "Hey, Vlad, uh, our our guys are coming up. Yeah. You should probably get up and salute them." And yeah. he's like, "Oh, okay." And you're right. they they just so happy and be like, "Okay, let's pan the camera over to Putin when Ukraine goes by." I'm like, "Oh shit, he's sleeping." Oh dang! Like guys, he's been yeah. uh, sleeping the whole time. No, right. no, just during the Ukraine. Yeah, right. <laughs> says uh, the president's ill-timed snooze came amid tense relations between Russia and Ukraine after Putin placed more than 100,000 troops at the national border. Images of the notoriously shrewd politician's shut-eye sparked speculation on Twitter later that he faked the nap as a slight to the rival country, like we speculated. Yeah, right. <laughs> but again, it could be, because it's coming out of the UK Yeah. Right, UK news source, who, and the UK's been instigating this yes, fight. They have for weeks now, and yeah. so they'd be like, "Oh, we got him this time. Yeah. We're gonna piss off uh, the Ukrainians and show how disrespectful he is, yeah. and get everybody against Putin on this." Yeah, it says Putin was at the Winter Games despite Russia's four-year ban from the Olympics in 2019 due to widespread doping violations and a state-sanctioned cover-up. The ban forbids Russian athletes from competing under their flag or hearing their national anthem played at the games, but allows them to participate as the Russian Olympic Committee. Now, that makes that no fucking sense. That doesn't make sense at all. That's as stupid as the, uh, what was the, the diplomatic boycott yeah. that Biden yeah. put on. It's like, yes, we will allow your, your participants to, to perform yeah. and to compete. But they can't have their national anthem played, and they yeah. can't have their flag flown. But you guys, they can do everything else. Right. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, first of all, and and your president can go too. Yeah. Right. And show right. up. Yeah. And, right. Uh, but uh, you know, and it, it's only because of the whole Ukraine thing right now. Because otherwise, if you're Russia and your 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 people are not going to have their flag or anthem or whatever, I mean, why would you, wouldn't you be like, well, fuck that. We're not going to well, show up then. Well, that's what I said a couple weeks ago about Taiwan. When yeah. Taiwan's not allowed to uh, fly their flag or play their anthem, they have to be Chinese Taipei. It's yeah. like, dude, if I was a Taiwanese yeah. uh, athlete, I'd just be like, fuck you, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not going because to represent really, what, this country. What do you get for, for going to the Olympics and not being able to actually represent your country? Yeah, well, I... I I feel like Putin's just doing it to spite everyone else. Oh, like, I'm sure. I'm here, bitches. He's the asshole that shows up at the party that nobody wanted. It's like, <laughs> we told you not to come. Yeah. Oh, I, I heard there was a party, guys. Yeah. I'm here. Everybody's like, um, Vlad, <laughs> Vlad, uh, you were banned from this. I wasn't banned from this. Yeah. My, my country was. Yeah. But me, personally, yeah. I was I, not banned my, from my this. My buddy Z invited me, man. I'm up in the <laughs> VIP. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, where's the strippers at? <laughs> do you think? Do you think the... Because this is New York Post, which is hard right wing yeah. too, so they're going to push this um, anti Russia agenda, yeah. which I I haven't. Uh, we've stated before: don't go to war with Russia. Absolutely. It's not worth it. Don't do it. Um, but do you think they might be trying to blow this out of proportion? This whole Putin sleeping, yeah. or do you do you actually think it was him being defiant and being like, "I'm going to take a nap purposely during the Ukraine"? I, I think part of it is him being an asshole, but the other part of it is, yeah, the UK or or the New York Post trying to make it look like a deal. Even if he was trying to be an asshole, 
if you wanted to spite the guy, don't report on the guy. Yeah. Because he got right. exactly what he wanted. Exactly. It's the people reporting. He's like, yeah. look, I'm all over U.S. Yeah. media for the thing that I did. You, yeah. you should have seen that hilarious <laughs> thing I did. Look, it's on the yeah. New York Post. He calls up his wife. Sony, you said it wouldn't work. <laughs> I told you. Oh, it totally worked. <laughs> it worked so good. The press is so, so, so uh, um, <laughs> predictable. Uh, yeah. And when Vladimir Putin can predict American press... Yeah, we have some problems. We're in trouble. Yeah, we're definitely in trouble. And then uh, to finish out our Russian talk, um, Germany is mad at Russia for um, for kicking out their press corps, German press yeah. corps. Do- Deutsche well, is that yeah? Do- Deutsche well, Deutsche well, Deutsche douche douche well, <laughs> douche welly. That's probably closer. Um, apparently, I'm not going to read this one because we're running out of time. But German Germany kicked out. Uh, uh, or Russia kicked out Germans, uh, freaking media, yeah, calling them what state sponsored, yeah, spot, basically calling them spies, yeah, basically, yeah. And they only did it because Germany did the same thing to Russia's first, yeah. So and, and now Germany's all pissed off. It's like you can't do that to yeah. us. It's like, <laughs> but you did, did it to us. us, and they're like, if you want this to go away, just let our people back in. And it's funny because, um. Germany was the ones that didn't want to have anything yeah, to do with... they're pacifist. Yeah, because, well, we had talked about Germany gets a lot of their oil from Russia, so they're not going to yeah. want to piss off Russia. And then this happens, and Germany's like, dude, what the hell? We had your back. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. We were the one members of NATO that had your back. <laughs> Says Germany's cultural culture minister said the move was not acceptable in any way. Russia argued it was retaliating after German regulators decided a new Russian state-run TV channel... Uh, did not have a suitable license to operate. A Russian foreign ministry spokeswoman appeared to offer an olive branch to the German government on Friday, saying if Germany Germany moved to normalize the situation, then Russia would too. So it's just yeah. a pissing match is, is all it sounds like. Yeah. And got a couple. One more thing. We got to move back home. We talked about Russia and the uh, Olympics, and we talked about... Um, China, so we got to move back home to finish this out. Facebook. Facebook is receiving massive, massive stock market loss, the biggest in 18 years. Lots of money. I think you had said that they saw a view, like a membership drop for the first time in 18 years. Yeah, yep. Over this last week or the last quarter yeah, or whatever. Last quarter. Um, so I'm going to read this one really quick because I have things to say about this. It's their reasoning, their, their excuse yeah. as to why they, they made a drop. But this says Facebook owner Meta sees biggest ever stock market loss. And they make all these excuses. But my opinion is people are probably realizing how shitty of a company it, yeah. and how shitty of a person Mark Zuckerberg is. It says Facebook owner Facebook's owner platform Meta platform saw stock market value slump by more than $230 billion on Thursday and a record daily insane. loss for a U.S. firm. That's insane. Its shares fell 26.4% after quarterly figures disappointed investors. Meta also said Facebook's daily active users had dropped for the first time in its 18-year history. The company's share price uh, slide saw Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg's net worth fall by $31 billion, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. That's that's pretty substantial. Yeah. The drop in Zuckerberg's personal fortune was equivalent to the annual gross domestic pro- product of Estonia. 
Damn. Estonia's got to be looking like, dude, what the fuck? Why you, I know. Why are you going to call us out? Why are you calling us poor? <laughs> Even after that drop, Mr. Zuckerberg has an a- estimated net worth of almost $90 billion, which means he is still one of the richest people in the world. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That came after Meta revealed that Facebook's DAUs fell $1.929 billion in the three months to end of the end of December compared to $1.9 billion in the previous quarter. It was the first time ever that this measure of activity on the world's biggest social network had gone in reverse. Meta's stock market slump came on the eve of the 18th anniversary of the founding of Facebook. That's got to be that's yeah. got to be a kick in the balls. Yeah, right. Like right before you're about to celebrate yeah. 18 years in business, you take this Massive largest hit. slump in the history of any organization, yeah, ever in the US ever. Meta also warned of slowing revenue growth in the face of c- competition from rival platforms, including TikTok and YouTube, while advertisers were also cutting spending. I mean, yeah, all the young generations moving towards TikTok. Right. And even Facebook's trying to play catch up. They got their yeah. reels now, yeah, which. Right. Annoying. Uh, well, they're always. Like, I, I have TikTok just because I posted a couple um, clips from our podcast on it. But some of the. And I fucking hate TikTok because. It's just attention span, like right. lack of attention span of kids just yeah. scrolling through shit. But the videos I have seen on TikTok are usually funnier than the reels you find on, mm-hmm. on Facebook. It's just like, well, these are just stupid. Yeah. Like, right. this is just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> It's like boomers trying to get on a yeah, trend exactly. is what it seems like. Yeah, It says, uh, Zuckerberg said the fir- firm's sales growth had been hurt as audience, especially younger users, had left for rivals. The firm forecasts revenues of between $27 billion and $29 billion for the first quarter of this year, which was lower than analysts expected. Although the company had been making investments in video services to compete with TikTok, like I said, Reels, mm-hmm. um, owned by Chinese tech giant ByteDance, it makes less money from those offerings than its traditional Facebook and Instagram feeds. It's clear Meta is facing a whirlwind of different problems. This is... This is Zuckerberg's excuse here, this next part, of why uh, they're taking such a loss. Since last year, Apple brought its app tracking trans- brought in its app tracking transparency policy. It lets people choose whether or not they want to be tracked around the Internet by companies like Meta, who can then sell the information to advertisers. This is... I recently switched to iPhone for the first time ever. Yeah. I've been... Uh, I've been an Android user since the first Samsung Galaxy S came out. I owned that one, and then I was on the Samsung train till like, I think, five. And then they started breaking too easily yeah. on me, so I switched to another phone, which was supposed to be indestructible, but it, it wouldn't break. The screen wouldn't break on it, but the phone I, yeah, just died on me. I was going to say, I hadn't met you before. Yeah, well, it just <laughs> would die. It would just stop working. Yeah. And that, I replaced it twice in six months. And then finally, Verizon was like, you know what? Here, try this phone instead. Gave me a Google Pixel, and I liked Google Pixel for a while. And so I got a couple of those. Well, then just hearing about, like, knowing that Google tracks you so much and stuff, I was just like, you know what? I've heard since Apple came out with this this tracking transparency policy, I'm like, you know, maybe I'll give Apple a chance because you might not have all this, like— tracking stuff that that we hear from Google and Facebook and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's true. The, the, hands down, my favorite part of switching to Apple 
is when you download an app, it will tell you. It'll pop up a screen. You know when you, you download an app on your Android, it'll say, this needs access to your photos and your contacts and this and this. Hit approve. And you either approve or you don't have the app. Right. Well, Apple says Facebook or whatever app uses tracking for like third-party sales and stuff. Yeah. Allow or not allow, and you can hit not allow, and you can still download the app. Yeah. And then you don't get all the bullshit pop-ups all nice. over your Facebook. Very that, nice. You know how you're talking about shit, yeah. and all of a sudden Facebook yeah. will show like an ad for yeah. that? You don't get that on Facebook when you're using an Apple. That, and they don't have access to all your photos and videos either. Like, yeah. it'll tell say, hey, we need access to your camera files. Mm. Well, on Apple, you get to pick the photos that it has access to. It's just the one you like check mark the ones you want access to and then when you go to post pictures it only shows those photos that you allowed wow. access to so they don't have access to your entire mm -hmm. photo gallery so that alone um apple blocking facebook from stealing all my information is yeah. enough for me to probably until they for some reason come up with a reason not to do this to always be an apple guy from now on because yeah. of that and mark zuckerberg saying well we took a major hit because apple stopped yeah. Allowing us to track yeah. people unknowingly. Yeah. And how dare them. Yeah. Now, right. now when so, I'm not sorry, Apple stopped you from being a dick. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Says um that is a major problem for Facebook. My dogs sound like they're stampeding upstairs. Um, it's a major problem for Facebook because finding information out about you and selling it to its advertisers is exactly how it makes money. Its quarterly results showed advertising income falling part partly for this reason. Meta's rivals like TikTok are also attracting younger audiences, and user growth has stagnated around the world. So, what do you think about you, about Facebook, Meta, whatever, losing money? Especially yeah. right now when yeah. they just came out and they're like, whoa, we're now Meta. And they yeah. probably thought this was going to be oh, this yeah, huge sure. boom yeah. for them. Yeah. And it's been like the opposite. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's like, it's, it's technology, man. You're a technology company. Welcome to your own game. You know, I, I don't feel bad for them. I don't either. And I, I think it's it's so hilarious. so Mark Zuckerberg yeah. for him to bitch because he actually bitched about uh, Apple's oh, um, yeah, I'm sure. blocking of yeah. data information. It's like, well, um, we're losing money because can can we get like the government to say yeah, that right. this is a problem? Can we get them to yeah. stop doing because, that? Because we think we totally have a right to sell people's information yeah. without them knowing. Well, well, they agree to it now because now yeah. we have to say allow. Right, but you either allow it or you don't. Yeah, have the app. But basically. who's gonna say? I mean, you know, like on Apple, who's gonna be like, yeah, it's okay. I'm okay with that. But exactly. Like on Apple, it says, allow them to do it. Don't allow them to do it, or like cancel. Like on Android, it's like, agree is basically yeah. your option. You just hit agree. Yeah. It's like Facebook uh, tracks tracks your data information. Agree. Yeah. To download the app. Yeah. On Apple, it's like, no, no, you actually have the option. We will block them from doing that. And yeah. it's like fucking fantastic. Yeah. I don't care about any, because I've ran into things with my Apple. It's just like, well, this was a lot easier to like transfer some stuff um, from Android to like Google Chrome and stuff. And I found at least I haven't figured out how to do it as easily. But the fact that they fuck over Mark Zuckerberg is oh, enough. Yeah. Is that that's, that Who makes me all consider that? wanting to go to Apple? You should. Everybody should go to, to go to Apple just to fuck Mark Zuckerberg over. Yes. Do that right now. I'm not sponsored by Apple. I am just 
I'm concerned for your well-being. I'm doing this for you people. Go buy an apple and fuck Mark Zuckerberg because <laughs> I hate Mark Zuckerberg. It is. It is. <laughs> we live in a free country where we are free to screw over um, the, the rich whenever we have a chance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's not even that's not us being communists. Like the no. eat, the eat the rich. I, I support mantra. capitalism. Yeah, let let them be successful. But we also have the right to not want our shit spread all over the yeah. place. Exactly. And if we don't stand for your morals and values, then we have the opportunity to say, hey, screw you. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm okay with Zuck taking a hit. I'm okay with I Facebook taking I, I, I still, because we're old, my primary social media use is on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. But I'd be okay if, if all of a sudden Facebook was like, hey, um, we're going bankrupt. I'd be like, good. Yeah. Fuck right. you. Yeah. I don't care. Right. So, yeah, I'm glad. Me too. Take that, Zuck. <laughs> right. As we, we get ready to post this episode <laughs> yeah, up exactly. on Facebook and, and be like, oh, why aren't we getting any viewers yeah. on Facebook? Why did why did Facebook <laughs> block me? And we just get a picture of Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like, fuck me, fuck you. You're blocked. <laughs> I guess we had that comment. You, you would think Mark Zuckerberg, anytime something like this happens, he's got it. If he's a human at all, which I have my doubts, <laughs> he's got to be like, yeah, I had that coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, that, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw a video of him standing outside of his, like, SUV and just standing there waiting for somebody to walk up and open his fucking door for him. It's just like... Really? It, 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 he's standing there in sweatpants. It's not like it's, like, this formal yeah, thing where right. he's just standing there in his sweatpants and, and running shoes yeah. and... The the driver comes around and opens his door for us. Just like just yeah, fucking. Right. You're at what point are you too rich to be able to? Yeah, open your exactly. Door? And right. at what point are you rich enough that you prefer the back seat? Because yeah, I don't want to sit in a back seat of any fucking no, car. I, and I'd rather drive to be honest. I would too. <laughs> it's like at one, one at some point, you get so rich that driving becomes inconvenient. Yeah, and opening your door. Yeah. and sitting in the back seat sit, yeah. seems like the yeah. the better option. I, I could just see him out there. Can you get this for me? Yeah. Hey, hey uh, here, uh, post this on Twitter for me really quick. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, can you hand me my phone? I just got my nails done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 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 ridiculous. And so screw Mark Zuckerberg. I, I don't care. I'm yeah. glad he took a $31 billion hit. Mm. I'm glad his company took a $230 billion hit. Yeah. I say yeah. screw them all, I, to be I honest. I agree. I agree. So, we are out of time. Just like that. It goes fast. The weekend is over. I feel like we gotta have like rap the weekend music, like yeah. um the like the it's closing times yeah. theme song. <laughs> it's closing time. <laughs> if that wasn't copyrighted, I would play that at the yeah. end. And that would be how we ended our week. That, that would so you just imagine Yes. That, that song it's closing blank. time. Yes. As as we see you the off. Lights here. go dark and the credits roll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but instead we're gonna hit you with this closing music, which is way less dramatic, but it's you what we do. Point. It's what we do around here. Yeah. We're going to get out of here for this week. Make sure you check us out all over social media. Check out our new website at breakthebellpod.com, and you have a centralized access to all our content, all our social media, everything. Um, if you want to support us a little more, check us out on patreon.com. You can have access to those that bonus content and some merch options and things like that. We're going to get out of here. Make sure you check us out live week, live this week, tomorrow night. I can't talk. Check us out tomorrow night live at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time as we do our live episode. It's always fun. It's always a good time. It is. Join in the comments. We love participation. Don't miss it. 
We're going to get out of here. Enjoy the rest of your week. Goodbye. Peace. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.